Welcome to We Have That Holiday at Home. I'm Jingle Belly Rachel. And I'm out of Christmas G adjectives gamage. <laughs> and this is our off-brand podcast. The only holiday podcast to bravely venture into the unknown and bring back Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. <laughs> is that out yet? No, I don't think so. You should I, ask I forgot the, that was a thing. You should ask the Oompas. They might be able to Loompa you in. Timothy Chalamet presented the Game of the Year award at the Game yes, Awards. Yes, he did. I thought, and it was fucking weird. I thought that oh, was really strange. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are upset about just the celebrities in general because it's people like the Game Awards for A, the awards, B, for the trailers, and there's a lot of fluff in between that's getting in the way of all of it. Yeah. And everybody's just like, why is Timothy Chalamet here? Oh, uh, each week we play Russian roulette with our success and spin a wheel to find out the genre of next week's podcast, except for this week and last week, because it's Christmas. Speaking of fluff. <laughs> oh, okay. So in in the uh, on the vein of it being Christmas slash the holidays, I have a gift for you. Yes. Are you what ready? Gift? I worked really hard on this. This is handmade. Uh I'm a little I'm a little scared now. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my voice ready because I'm going to sing to you. And it's going to be beautiful. You're going to clap. The people are going to cry. It's going to be majestic. <clears throat> oh, jingle bells, gamage smells. Brittany laid an egg. Turns out she's the lizard queen. Separation won't be clean. Hey, I called a divorce lawyer. He said, we'll have some strife. What she doesn't know is all the cats are mine. Holy shit, I didn't know. Cats were so hard to keep. Brittany, won't you come back so Gamage can be free? Oh, jingle bells, Gamage smells. Brittany reigns supreme. Long love the lizard queen and the Illuminati's everything. Hey, that's it. So you wrote that, huh? I spent, yeah, I wrote that. You I didn't wrote, just mad lib another song, maybe. No, I wrote that start to finish. Um, really, the, <laughs> the melody, all of it. The lyrics came to me first, and then I worked with an orchestra to really get down the melody and you know real vibe of the song. I feel like it has a nice, a nice like Christmassy tune to it, though. Yeah, for some reason, I'm thinking of Batman when you were singing it. I don't know why. You know, oddly enough, when I was originally writing it, something came to me that felt sort of like it should be about the Batman and Joker and like a little bit about Robin, too. But it felt it felt more true to the piece to have it be about you and Brittany and divorcing about the fact that you've recently found out she's a lizard person. Well, it's a good thing you wrote this song 50 years ago, and hopefully nobody steals it to make their own um, parody. I don't think they will. Of course not. Well, yeah, I don't. Probably not. I think I'm good. I think if I trademark it now, or 50 years in the past from now, I should be all right. Um. Anyway, back to the Video Game Awards. Uh, <laughs> Larian Studios did a sweep for the uh, Baldur's Gate 3. By the way, we record these like two weeks in advance, so the Video Game Awards just happened. Yes. Um, and it, Baldur's Gate 3 won, like, everything. They deserved it, even yeah, though the game came out three years ago, so... Wait, Baldur's Gate 3 didn't come out three years ago, did it? 
It super did, yeah. What? What was? It's been the... an early access for for years now. Oh, it's been an early access, but like the true release was finally recently. Yeah, like, on, only like the first act was out for a while, mm. and they they changed a lot up till now. Yeah. and uh, it's it's more of a complete game, but it's still been out for a while. So the fact that it's just now on everybody's radar is just really funny. Yeah, like, well, Roy and I have been have been following it for a while, and the patches sound like they're continuing to pretty vastly evolve the game with updates. Yeah, I mean, I, this is a pretty big year for gaming. There are so many games, but honestly, like Baldur's Gate 3 releasing and growing as big as it was this year, there was nothing anybody could have done. Um, yeah, to keep the holiday uh, metaphors yeah. going, it snowballed hard. It snowballed hard, yes. Um, before we, we, we talked about this, this is part two of our Christmas special. Uh, we already decided that this one we're going to be unmasking Christmas, but before we do that, there was one last Christmas character that I forgot about. Oh, who'd you leave behind? The elves are going to be so disappointed. I don't think they'll care about this one. So um, so this one's actually in Japan. Uh, in Japan, they have this old man with a southern accent named Colonel Sanders. <laughs> what? Yeah. And that's so, a holiday person? In Japan, character Christmas is celebrated by eating KFC. That's glorious. Have you seen KFC's like weird products? No. There's a sh- God. Uh, there's like a shitty Lifetime movie where, where there's Colonel Sanders and like it's like a love story. Uh, there's there's a romance novel, DC Comics, a bunch of fried chicken scented things like um, Fr- sunscreen. Fried chicken scented sunscreen would make me feel like I'm baking. <laughs> right. I'd be like, is this me or the sunscreen? I, I can't tell if this is working or not. There's uh, fire starting logs that are supposed to uh, smell like fried chicken in a fire. Um, scented, is that? Scented candles. There's there's a gaming console. Do you remember this? Excuse me? They're, they have a gaming console. I don't know what games were on it, is but it there was a fried? compartment to keep your chicken warm. Oh my fucking God, there is not. It looks like an air fryer. Like You'll have to Google it. Uh, there is also a memories bucket, which is a chicken bucket that had a built-in photo printer so that you could share your memories. <laughs> my favorite though, Oh, I love talking about this. My favorite is that there is a KFC Faraday cage. Oh. Uh, Do you know what a Faraday cage is? Yeah, what the hell? For those who don't know, a Faraday cage is an enclosure that blocks electromagnetic fields from getting in or out. So there's no Wi-Fi or cell phones. Um, supposedly, it's supposed to protect things from any kind of EMP. So it goes, like I said, it goes both ways. Uh, so I guess it's to eat your chicken free from the prying eyes of the NSA. I like how KFC, first of all, have you seen the pictures of the KFC Faraday cage? I have, yes. It is. It's it's like his head with a tiny body and these huge, like, Mr. Fantastic stretch arms and legs. Yeah, it's the protective embrace of the colonel. Yeah, it's the cone of silence. Check out the photos on our Instagram. I will definitely be posting them there. What the fuck? This is the funniest thing. It's like KFC is really playing to the uh, the knowledge that their fan base is probably a certain amount of conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Um, I love KFC, but it like I don't order it because it's 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 too much money to get small portions. The only way to like get 
uh, your money's worth is to buy big portions, and that's too much KFC. Like, yeah, you have to imp- be buying like a family size thing of KFC for it to really. Be. And even then, like, you'll have leftovers, and it is impossible to reheat leftovers without getting turbo diarrhea. <laughs> the fucking zipper on the KFC Faraday cage is a is a chicken leg. Yeah. <laughs> How come KFC doesn't have a bidet yet? They should. It would be on brand for them. With, yeah, with like a chicken scented air dryer and and gravy spray. Yeah. yeah. Come on, KFC. That would be incredible. Holy crap. Also, uh some bidets do have an air dryer. I don't recommend turning it on. No. It's just gonna get you're just, warm and smell like Yeah, you're poop. just sort no, of don't. poop fanning your own yeah. existence. All right, my plan wasn't to go into KFC. Um, I was just going to bring up Japanese Christmas tradition to segue into, yes. I remembered what my favorite Christmas movie is. Oh, do tell. Is it it is Tokyo Godfathers. You know, I recently saw that on a recommended Christmas list. Yes. Yeah, it's it's uh, Satoshi Kon, one of my favorite artists ever, uh, rest in peace. He did Paprika, which was the inspiration for Inception. In fact, there's a lot of like side-by-side scenes of Inception and Paprika together Ooh. that are just like, wow, this is directly in- insp- inspired. Um, Tokyo Godfathers is my favorite Christmas movie. It takes pl- It starts Christmas Eve and ends on New Year's, and it's about three homeless people. Uh, one's kind of a liar with gambling debt. One's a trans female, and one is just a runaway teenage girl. And they find an abandoned baby on Christmas Eve, and through adventures, they're supposed to find the the baby's you know mother. And it has everything. It's a dark story. It's heartwarming. It's funny. It God, it's funny. It's so good, and I highly recommend it. They have it on YouTube for free. Ooh, yeah, I'm going to have to watch it because when I was looking at Christmas movies to watch, because I don't know, there's like obviously the tried and true, you can watch Love Actually or... um, I always forget about Love Actually. Yeah, you know, Elf, The Grinch and whatever. But I was like, I like Rise of the Guardians. Like what are other sort of... Again, that's an Easter movie. I know, we discussed this. It's funny because I I, uh, was asking Brittany, like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? And she said Rise of the Guardians. And I'm like, not a Christmas movie. What is wrong with you people? It's objectively a little bit of Christmas movie. It's a little bit of Christmas. It's a little bit of Christmas movie. But yeah, I was looking for other ones that aren't like the traditional ones that you watch, like the claymation christmas movies or frosty the snowman and stuff and so tokyo godfathers is one that i will be watching yeah watch watch it it is so good and um the the free one on on youtube uh, is in subtitles so there is an english dubbed version i've never seen it because honestly it took them like 20 years to even make a dub so just never got around to it fair enough paprika is also free on youtube i recommend that one if you liked inception watch where it came from Dope. Satoshi Khan is just such a a, a, a film genius. There's a, a YouTube channel called uh, Every Frame of Painting that goes into Satoshi Khan's um, like trademarks, the magic he does, and how he can use just a couple frames to relay uh, enough information for the viewer to like fill in the blanks and understand everything. Which that's like, just some good storytelling. Yeah, like you'll see a movie and and sometimes like there'll be a scene that's like 12 seconds long of like 50 frames of just them like seeing something and then picking it up. But there like there's one scene that every frame of painting talks about in Tokyo Godfathers where the 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 girl, the the girl who's who's a homeless person, she mm-hmm. like 
glances down and it just shows a still of a key and then nothing more. And then that doesn't come up until later, but it is it is known at that point, like, oh, she sees a key and she picks it up. That's that's integral to the story, and you don't need any other information other than that. It's it's perfect, yeah. it's 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 fantastic, and I highly recommend it. Yeah, I really appreciate when a movie can communicate really important themes or moments without explicitly drawing them out for you, like quite literally. Yeah. And and that's just something Satoshi Kon did very well. Uh, he died uh, too soon, unfortunately, 2007-ish or something, of um, either stomach cancer or pancreatic cancer. I don't remember. Oof. But Paprika was his last work. He also did uh, Millennium Actress, Perfect Blue. I'm sure you've seen that one. I've heard of that one. I don't think I've actually watched it. Perfect Blue is about murder and, and, and uh, idol life and dark themes and stuff uh there's a lot of scenes like taken from that that get used in i think requiem for a dream there's satoshi khan made a lot of of scenes and and story beats that get copied all the time in live action movies and it's crazy it's i mean you know uh mimicry is the most sincere form of flattery so he did a good job I mean, that's just how it is in yeah. in the film industry is like a lot of most things aren't original. Uh, mm-hmm. Most things are inspired from something else. And like how um, I don't mean to get super weeby, but uh, <laughs> Western movies, a lot of Western movies are based off of just samurai stories. Yeah, but just and, twisted um, for a, like a different sort of cultural perspective. Yeah, because because the original Wild West didn't have a lot of Yahoo gun bang bang outlaws like there were there was there was only a couple of actual gun deaths in the west if i recall i think adam conover went over it um but i remember uh there's the magnificent seven that famous cowboy movie Mm -hmm. and then there was the remake with chris bratt crispy rat um that's actually that's his name that's actually uh an adaptation of the seven samurai by akira kurosawa which is a three-hour long amazing movie and i highly recommend it the I think it's the cowboy with no name or something, one of Clint Eastwood's characters I think, which is taken from uh, Yojimbo or um, Sanjiro, another Akira Kurosawa work. I know this is quickly becoming not none Christmas. of these. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we gotta loop back. We gotta loop back. <laughs> I'm I'm yeah I'm I'm losing it. So we are unmasking Christmas. That is what we're doing. Yeah. So in the spirit of unmasking Christmas. I thought we could answer some sort of like establishing questions about Christmas things. Before we try to unmask Christmas? Yeah, I think it'll help us really narrow it down. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, So my first question for you in the process of unmasking Christmas is, are you familiar with the concept of a classy versus a campy Christmas? So like... I mean, we've, we've, we've gone over what campy is. Yeah, like but that you, was, you wasn't know that our whole mean? discussion on Halloween? Like the the idea of, you know, having a tree that has a bunch of random ornaments on it and it's sort of like hodgepodge decorated with eclectic stuff. And then there's the people and that want to put up a somewhere tree. On the tree. Sure. If you want to put a pickle on your tree, that's cool too. And then that's there's... a German that's a German thing. There's you hide a pickle on the tree, then Didn't when somebody finds this? a pickle, they get the gift. We did not, I don't think. We talked really? about um, uh, like the Krampus and, and stuff and other things, but I don't think we mentioned the, the pickle tradition. 
There's a lot of like weird traditions of, that yeah. we didn't cover. What I'm talking I only about, covered the creatures affiliated with certain traditions and then that's it. I'm talking about like the blow ups in the yard versus the person that wants to put up a Christmas tree and then there's like icicle it's like color coded with icicles and but everything's hung at like an exact perfect equidistance from each other. Like that's what yeah. I mean. Like the the classy everything like, is perfectly squared away. Maybe not classy, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I I I really hate um I mean it was cool the first time you see it, but there's always somebody's got a copy of that house that did the musical lights. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. That fucking sucks. I'd hate to be that person's neighbor. Yeah, well, do you think that well cuz the problem is when you have lights that are hooked up to music, you either have to do something. I've seen ones that are perfectly timed to a certain song, which means you constantly have to be playing that song, which is hell in a handbasket, or <laughs> you just have to time it so that certain lights turn on when certain sounds are hit and that would still just be obnoxious to live across from. I mean, yeah, the programming aside, it's a feat. It's it's cool. You did it. Good job, but man, it sucks and I'm 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 also kind of sick of seeing it every year. Somebody's got to like repost it on Facebook. I just imagine I actually don't know. I haven't used Facebook in like 10 years. It's been a dream. I imagine 3 days into living across the street from that house. <laughs> And three <laughs> yeah. in the morning, there's a song playing. All right, and the I'm over it. Are shining. You're like, fuck this. I'm yeah. out. I wonder if you could like hook porn up to it. Uh, yeah, probably. And I'm just sure have like the lights like it. go. <laughs> <laughs> Their HOA was not impressed. <laughs> Honey, why'd we get a letter from the HOA telling you to stop watching porn? He didn't even realize that his, his Bluetooth was just hooked yeah, up until that it was, it was too still late. hooked up. He just thought it was in surround sound. <laughs> Not that the neighbors um, heard. Anyways, I'm sorry to derail you. You said something about campy and classy Yeah, so Christmas. you know what I'm talking about. Like the hermetically sealed version of a tree versus the like more hodgepodge uh, right. eclectic version. It's like when you're young and you go over to like your rich friend's house and they just have the white Christmas tree with, with yes. like, uniform golden 100%. ornaments. A hundred percent. Yeah. One of my friends as a kid, I would go to his house and his mom would be mad if the house didn't look like nobody lived in it. And I was like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. There's six of it's, you. Yeah. It's 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 a lot, of, a lot of people do that even to this day where it's like, oh, people are coming over. We got to make it look just super sanitary. And... People live in there. It's it's okay. And, yeah, it's all right. You can have. But at a the same time, but at the same time, there's there's the opposite of that, where you go into a house and it's just trash, and it's like, oh, you guys need to not live in squalor. Yeah, but see, that's like uh, I feel like a wild end of the spectrum that you don't generally run yes. into. Yes, you yeah, know, yeah. like you, you don't you get me wrong, it does exist. I have also been in a friend's house whose parents were hoarders. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a very yeah. opposite end of the spectrum, but I feel like that end of the very... spectrum is not necessarily nearly as run into as the hermetically sealed end of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just because of how the social expectations are of you want to appear classy and stuff which i i kind of get like i don't i don't do the classy tree stuff for classy christmas thing myself but i like to go to maybe a classy christmas party and pretend to be classy mm -hmm. you know that that's fun but yeah. I, I wouldn't want to live it i wouldn't yeah. want the pressure every day of having classy i i don't even have a tree up though we used to have a little light up halloween tree 
that we'd put like it was made out of plastic and we put it up every year for Christmas and we haven't done it in the last couple of years. I keep, keep Yeah, didn't you have, have uh like evolving ornaments for your Halloween tree? Uh or was it just always uh, Halloween ornaments? I think it was it, it is it was just like a little Halloween I'm sure you could Google it. It's like a little purple dead tree. It's pl- like plastic, maybe a foot tall, and mm-hmm. it had like little light up Christmas or uh, sorry, Halloween ornaments on there. Because Halloween is is the best holiday that can be used in place of Christmas. And let it reign supreme. Dressing up as a vampire and knocking on my neighbor's door on Christmas doesn't (laughs) jive. Doesn't blow over well. The HOA also (laughs) complains about that. (laughs) HOAs suck, but I kind of get it too. uh, Because some people have talked about how uh, being part of an HOA is kind of a double-edged sword of how well at least my neighbors can't have a a wheelless car on their lawn like there's a lot of kind of good things that can go with it i feel like i'm not in an hoa one of those things where it's there's a balancing point where it's like okay cool you can't run your house into the ground slash create a scrapyard kind of a deal but also then it goes too far in the other direction yeah, where like it, my a... family had a couple of cars because there was like a ton of us living in a single house and they would complain about how many cars were parked in the driveway. Yeah. I was like, that it's my fucking driveway. All of them move every day. It's not like they're broken yeah, down and sitting there. <laughs> yeah. And even if it was, fuck you, it's my driveway. I mean, it becomes a control thing. It's It becomes a little bit of a racial undertone of like, this is my neighborhood and and I have expectations for my white neighborhood and how it should yeah, be. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge control grab. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to make a fucking military state out of our three block, like our three block neighborhood. Fuck you. Get out of my yard. Yeah. And it's all just because of what one person thinks it should be. And, and yeah, their which image. is bullshit. Yeah. But I, but I, but I do kind of agree like an HOA, uh, like a committee based HOA is just like, you can't, this is a bad example, but like you can't keep your Christmas decorations up all year round because I totally keep my Halloween decorations up all year round. Hell yeah. Um, but something like that where it's like there has to be some sort of like cleanliness to things. You can't just have oil drums in your front yard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like HOA is almost the same as a hermetically sealed Christmas. Has a time and a place, but there should be limits. Keep saying hermetically sealed Christmas. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, I, I do. I like do. It feels I, I, I get like it. you're not allowed to touch the tree. Otherwise, the fucking uh, yellow suit dudes from Monsters, Inc. are going to come down from the <laughs> sky and shove you into a dome and they go poof. And then what is suddenly it like you a, have a, no hairs. A 2880A or something like that? No, I think it's a 2319. I, I think is what it is. Yes, it's a 2319. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's how um, our hermetically sealed Christmas tree. Anyway, so my point here is obviously, if you can't tell, I believe in a more campy Christmas. I think you yeah. should have hodgepodges and mismatched decorations because it's fun. Because not everybody's living a lifetime Christmas movie. Uh, by the way, please stop. Please stop. There's so many lifetime Christmas movies. You oh need to stop. Oh my God. There's. Okay, last year was, I feel like. Maybe not the I first year. I think one year, year there happened. was literally fifty. There was fifty in the in the month of yeah. December released. Maybe not the first year it happened last year, but last year and I think all was the, the same, first with the same time. Looking people. It was the first time I became vehemently aware of the fact 
that Hallmark's new version of creating Christmas movies, I feel like it used to be a couple a year, and it's become, let's shotgun as many as we humanly possibly, like humanly possibly can into the world in a short period of time, just to see what sticks. Well, I mean, they realize that they're making money off of the people who look for that perfect Christmas. There's one about like a princess, a, a, a Christmas prince or whatever, and it's like a a country that doesn't or a kingdom that doesn't exist in modern times and there's a whole soap opera with that and there's multiples of these hallmark made 40 christmas movies last year oh but not to be topped by 2021 which made 41 (laughs) how many will be released in 2023 Ooh, 42 yeah i mean what at at the recording of this we're only halfway through december but by the end of this we'll see i wonder how many hallmark christmas movies there are in some total it's over 150 (laughs) numbers alone (laughs) based off of the past three years yeah those are just hallmark movies how many christmas movies are there all together oh probably an absurd fucking quantity yeah oh jesus i mean christmas is all about marketing that's all it is yeah fucking guerrilla warfare marketing I was, I, stab you in the eyes with my newest screenplay. Man, I always hate this season because people pretend to be like this is a charitable season of giving and then they just are the shittiest people towards your fellow man. Oh god yeah. You know I feel like everything from November to December it sort of has that vibe of it's supposed yes. to be about appreciating your fellow person and really showing love and care and instead it's <laughs> Let's go to the mall and we're going to open up for sales and I'm going to fucking trample the person in front of me because I'd really like this microwave this year. Well, I mean, back to Thanksgiving, it's the same thing as is, is it's it's about to, supposed to be about being thankful and and coming together as a family, but then your your uncle Gerard keeps going on about how Trump actually won the election and that's just where we're at. That's just it's it's not about tolerance unless it's their tolerance. Yeah, pretty much, actually. That's a really good way to put it. It's not about tolerance unless it's their version of tolerance. Yeah. Okay, how do you feel about a real tree versus a fake tree? And this is coming from a place of knowing that you do not generally put up a Christmas tree. I don't care. I I, I used to have a fake tree. I know that I think Brittany's parents do a fake tree. I don't know. I've had a real tree. They're a mess. They're sticky. There's always sap on them. The needles get everywhere. It's also kind of urges you to get rid of it that much sooner because you can't just with a plastic tree people usually leave it around until after january because it mm. is it is there's no time medically sealed so down. to say uh it, it is it is kind of timeless but then like the pine tree Literally. is rotting in your fucking living room <laughs> the 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 clock is a ticking see i'm almost the opposite where i will get i started getting real trees a couple of years ago when i first moved or quite a few years ago now when i first moved to humboldt and what I do is I get the. This originally started because well, I was a, you're a, a basic poor white college bitch student um, with your Uggs and your apple bottom jeans. You know, I just found <laughs> out why they're called apple bottom jeans. Why are they called apple bottom jeans, Gamage? Because the po- the back pockets are apples. I never knew that. <laughs> I've never seen a pair of them in and my knowing life. Knowing is half the battle. Thanks, G.I. Joe. Sorry, you were saying about trees? 
Um, yeah. So when I moved out to Humble, I got a real tree for the first time. And it was mostly because I was a poor college student. And if you buy the little snipped off tops of the trees for the people that buy nine foot trees or some shit, you know, they like try to cut them to a certain height sometimes. So when you buy like an absurdly large tree, they'll either have these like either little mini shitty trees to buy or they cut off the tops of other trees. Either way, there's this short tree available for like, uh, I don't know, like $30 or something. And so that's huh. what I started purchasing. Um, and, and I, I mean, just... I, it makes sense because the fake trees up front, they do have a bit of a cost to them. But once you have them, you have them and that's that's it every year. But yes, if, if you are, if you aren't like, you know, have a, a, a good amount of a disposable income, getting a, a real tree actually is cost more cost efficient not to mention the entire plot to alvin and the chipmunks is having a crisp a real christmas tree in your house <laughs> yes that was what without my fire. a christmas the tree we wouldn't have alvin the chipmunks <laughs> i like the live action i thought it was cute i have anyway. probably seen them but not recently anyway i like a real tree and i also keep my real tree for an absurd quantity of time because until it starts getting crispy death needles, um, which takes longer when you water it regularly, um, it it stays uh, pretty healthy and spry for a little while. Fucking, did you say water your Christmas tree? Yes. Yeah, that I I'm not I'm not watering anything for it's Christmas. A, it's a fucking plant in your house. I you get it. it. I get it, but no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Speaking of Alvin and the Chipmunks, they had some baller movies in the 90s. Yeah, they there was did. one with a werewolf where Theodore, the, the the kind of pudgy one, the Theodore becomes a werewolf. <laughs> Damn good movies. There was one where they had to travel the world in search of a treasure and they had to like pair up with the the Chipettes, the the girl version of the Chipmunks. Mm-hmm. I Anyway, for Christmas. I'm clearly not involved in the Alvin and the Chipmunks lore. I mean, it's pretty good. It's like the Scooby-Doo. Like, Scooby-Doo had a bunch of um, side movies where Shaggy was a teacher at a school for monster girls. A what? Like, Shaggy and Scooby are teaching at a a school for, like, little monster girls, like a little mummy girl, a ghost, a wolf girl. It's great. Um, There's another one where Shaggy becomes a race car driver, um, and then he becomes a werewolf specifically to compete in the monster races. What? That's fucking insane. What a crossover. Oh, man. Scooby-Doo used to be nothing but crossovers. There's like the Globetrotters. There's uh, a lot of the Globetrotters, actually. Fantastic. (laughs) It's actually just all Globetrotters, shockingly. The Globetrotters had their own Hanna-Barbera cartoon where they had superpowers. Like one had the Globetrotters have a fuck ton of crossovers that involve them having superpowers. Yeah, I mean, like one of them had like an afro with, with with items in it that he could pull out anytime. One of them was was spaghetti. One of them just turned into a ball, and that seemed counterintuitive because he just bounced. One was in <laughs> uh, just... one was in a, a, a like a, a diver uniform, like with the snorkel and everything. But then he just changed into water. Man, seventies were wild. Anyway, um. Christmas. <laughs> I like the turn into a ball because he just bounced because in modern lingo it's funny because it's like oh, yeah he turned into a ball and just left. <laughs> <laughs> he just bounced. <laughs> but like I get what you're saying. Oh shit. Have you heard of the Capitol Tree? Capital Tree? Yeah the Capitol Tree. 
I don't think so. So the Capitol tree is the tree that goes to like our nation's capital for Christmas festivities. But the interesting part about the Capitol tree is that they cut it. They cut down a giant fucking tree every year and then they tour it around a bunch of different states each year. Like there's like a rotating sort of schedule of which states it goes through before it gets to the Capitol. For its That's final, like, lighting. Fucking weird. It's really odd, and the only reason that I know this exists is one of the times that I came to visit you and Brittany, I drove past it on the freeway. What do you mean you drove past it? You just drove a giant, I, it by was, a giant tree? Yeah, it was a giant tree driving down the high... Well, it was really just a giant truck, and then there's certain points when you can start seeing parts of the tree was the tree like strapped down or was it like like held up with ornaments and shit no 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 this tree has uh like a almost like a police escort with it and then it's this huge semi truck bed thing carrying the tree that's super fucking long and it like has a whole schedule of where it goes before it goes to the capital and so i drove past it and it had the like route on the side of it like washington dc capital or our state capital which is sacramento the most boring city i've ever been in my life no like the u.s capital washington dc okay that makes more sense you can go to the capital tree tracker.com and track the trees movements oh man i can't believe this year we could track christmas trees and your pizza delivery yeah yeah every apparently every year a different national forest provides a tree for the West Lawn of the U.S. Capitol. So I take it California was this year or was it coming from a different state? Um, no, California was and like... did we give him a Redwood? Because that would have been fucking California baller. was a couple years ago because this happened a few years ago. Okay. This was not this past year. Oh, okay. But yeah, it gives you a whole schedule of which states and towns it's going through. I don't know if they put it up when it gets to any of these places, but they drive, at the very least, drive through them. That's it's weird. very odd. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, I bet some people did, and and they're they're surprised that we're idiots that, that we're don't know shit about on the capital tree. This, I thought it was pretty strange. I was gonna say neat, but I don't know if that's necessarily yeah. the word I'd use for it. <laughs> 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 I was very taken aback when I learned what the capital tree was. All right, are you ready to figure out Christmas? Yeah. So I think when we left off, we were talking about who we thought Santa Claus was. Yeah, and and we decided that we were going to go find candidates of our own, bring them back, and then discuss pros and cons, and then ultimately agree on one of the candidates. Yeah, so I think now that we've discussed some core Christmassy concepts, I think we're we're in the state of mind to kind of nitpick these. We already established that they don't necessarily look like Santa. They do the Tim Allen Santa Claus situation. No, out of season, definitely not. Yeah. Um, On that, Tim Allen is not Santa, make that known off the bat oh i was gonna say on that i think tim allen was santa but i do think considering he's i think like 70 i don't think santa was arrested for cocaine in the 80s you never know i i think so santa could have had a wild streak in his youth but if we're talking about the concept of switching santa to santa 
Here's why I think oh, Tim like, Allen... Oh, like you think it's, it's something that is passed down. Yeah, I do think it's passed down. The reason why I think Tim Allen is not currently Santa, because I did have him on my list for possibly Santa. He wouldn't play Santa. That, that That's just crazy. Well, maybe it was just like a factual representation of how he became Santa Claus. He went outside, but... murdered a guy on the roof, took the helm for a couple years, took a break from <laughs> acting, and then, you know, passed well, it on. He'd be a better Santa then. Maybe... I mean, Maybe Tim Allen's it was not truly like truly the a, beginning, and it was genuinely a documentary of when he became Santa. I guess. I I don't know. I, I disagree with Tim I Allen, I don't but... think he's currently Santa. I think he used to be Santa. Okay. I think he has passed the helm at this point. Um, because I did want to. Uh, I did want to make a rule though. I believe that. Uh, actually, I mean, you do. You did just kind of uh, kind of counteracted that because I was going to say Santa has to be alive. So. Can't Tim be... Allen is alive. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say the wholesome Trinity is out, so they What's none of the them are, are Santa. Wholesome Trinity. You don't know the wholesome Trinity? Wholesome Trinity's Bob Ross, Mister Rogers, and Steve Irwin. Oh yeah, no, no, no. They could have been Santa. They are not current. They are not. Anymore. Yeah, clear. I mean, clearly, yeah. When a Santa okay. Claus dies, a new one must be reborn. Um. So speaking of obviously po- like possible Santa candidates, I have a second right. one for you. Sure. Um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. For the explicit reason that the movies, the Christmas Chronicles, seem to just be him coming out as being Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched the first one. It was it was weird and decent. I, I gotta say that. <laughs> so odd, but kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Watch if you have not watched Christmas Chronicles, go fucking watch that. Because also, it's not a good elves, movie. The elves fucking kill people and eat them yeah i mean they're elves you don't think legolas doesn't eat people i'm just saying you never think of santa's little cute keebler elves cannibalizing a human being but it happens (laughs) (laughs) um Um, i have i have a, a pretty major candidate okay this is somebody you you might not have heard before um keanu reeves i'm sorry who He's an actor known for for um, really good films like uh, The Night Before or The Prince of Pennsylvania. Keanu Reeves, no? Um, could you tell me maybe not necessarily movies, but like something else he's in? Cyberpunk. What character? He's Johnny Silverhand. Oh, right, that joking guy. aside. I thought you know. Joking I, aside. No, you know what? I thought it was really odd that they picked such like a a D lister actor to play him. but you know when i think of like when i was trying to think of santa candidates i was was thinking like well who's humble and charitable and keanu reeves is the top of that list yeah i Uh, would agree with that yeah he's he's huge now and he's really big and and everybody knows him and everybody's like oh keanu reeves so good but people slept on him for a long time after the matrix and i don't know why also despite Um, his fame he is still immensely humble and kind yeah yeah, he he's had a a, tr- a pretty tragic like background too. Okay, uh, I've heard that, but I don't actually know what it is. Yeah, he uh, he was friends with uh, River Phoenix, who OD'd in in Hollywood. That was that was a big thing. Um, his girlfriend died in a car accident driving drunk. Uh, the couple had previously lost their daughter, who was stillborn after eight months of pregnancy, which is the worst you know like when you when you have a stillborn after eight months you still kind of have to go through the labor song mm-hmm. and dance it's real fucked 
Yeah. Um, anyway, my 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 pros on Keanu Reeves is that he's had a huge impact on his fans. Uh, he goes out of his way to autograph or take photos while not being an asshole about it. Uh, mm-hmm. He has basic empathy. He has a secret foundation that donates money to children's hospitals and cancer research, and he doesn't have his name attached to it at all. Like it's it's known, but he's like, I'm not telling you which one because I don't I don't need that you know thing to be to to you know I, I'm not virtue signaling is is kind of yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Uh, one time he was on a flight. Not a private flight, a public flight that had to make an emergency landing. So he organized a road trip with all the passengers to their destination. That's fucking cool. Could you imagine? How'd you meet Keanu Reeves? We went on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess he like I guess he like played music and like told everybody stories like on the ride, which is just insane to think about. Yeah, that is bonkers. I was supposed to be I was supposed to be in San Francisco like two days ago, but it turned out okay. <laughs> Um, he bought an ice cream cone just so that he could autograph the receipt for a fan. Hell it, yeah. It's such a small thing. Female fans have commented on how respectful he is when they, they get photos of him. Uh, he doesn't grab yeah, them. Yeah, I was like, going to say, doesn't he do fans. like the, the hover hand deal? He does a hover hand in a way that makes it look like he's, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's. Yeah, we're not intruding your them. personal space to almost any extent. Which is strangely an accolade in this day and age. Right? Odd. Um. There's the famous one. He was filmed giving up his seat on a very busy subway to a mm-hmm. woman carrying a heavy bag. Yeah. Also, he doesn't seem to age at all, which is another big Christmas thing. Yes, that is another big Santa Claus thing. Okay. So, I mean, so, so he's basically Jesus. As much as I love Keanu Reeves and would love to think of him as Hold on. Jesus. Okay. My cons yeah. my cons are he's basically Jesus. Yeah, I so don't, I think he's too good to be Santa. Yeah, I think he's too good to be Santa. I can agree with that thought process. In addition to, if you look at his filmography, I don't know when the fuck he would have the time because the longest stint between a movie coming out and the next movie coming out is like maybe two years. Was it after The Matrix? No, I'm looking at his entire filmography. Because I guess he was blacklisted after Speed. Speed. Let me... Yeah, no. that's the one where he's on the bus. No, the next thing that he has after Speed is literally the year after. It might not have been a big movie, huh? but he yeah. has two movies that I've never heard of. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic, which I might have heard of, actually. You've never... No, that one I have heard on. of. A Walk in the okay. Clouds, I have not heard of. But those are his two movies the year after Speed. I mean, two of my favorite movies are The Night Before and Prince of Pennsylvania. Those are, those are the ones I brought up. Uh, they're not great movies, but they're they're fun. yeah. Um, I just yeah, I, I I can't see him having the time. In addition to he's basically Jesus, right. so I don't think he can be another folk hero. We may have to figure out who or what this man is in another episode, but Santa he is not. Yes. Well, I think we've cracked this already. He's Jesus. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Would Jesus be a film star though? Maybe. I mean, like, how else is he gonna pay? The or maybe bills? he's an apostle. Maybe he's a saint. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, Jesus wouldn't pay his bills, I don't think. Who what do you, what do you the, think the, he the, has the last fucking dinner? heaven money to pay the bills? He's still a people. <laughs> heaven money. <laughs> uh. Okay, I've got another recommendation for you, and this one's a little bit more out of pocket. Sure. Um, The Doctor, as in Doctor Who. Just because the Doctor? 
Yeah, I just don't see who else would have the capabilities to time travel. Hasn't he met Santa? Has he? Shit. I'm pretty sure he has. I'm Googling it. Now, I'm open to the idea of the Santa being a Doctor-like character, but I don't think the Doctor is Santa. Yeah, the Doctor has met Santa, so Santa's probably just a Time Lord. Like a number of times, yeah. So so Santa is an established character in the Doctor universe. Damn it. All right, well, maybe he's just a Time Lord. Why are the elves, like, getting drunk in the background in this photo? Elves, they get drunk and they eat people. That's just yeah, all right. that's standard lore. Fair enough. Okay, so it's not the... You don't remember when Legolas got really drunk and ate a man? Is that in the extended edition? <laughs> you know how long the extended editions are? Aren't the extended when I was... editions, like, fully put together, like, several days? <laughs> Yeah, like I, uh, uh, I think on a previous one, I'm like 14 hours. Her, that's actually accurate. It's it's Isn't, fucking up. Like if you yeah. put them all together, like with the Hobbit and everything, it's it's something like 14 hours. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Let's see total. What the? Don't give me individual. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the f- original three, the Fellowship of the Ring, Return of the Two. This can't be right. This is how they are like normally. That's not right. Are you looking up extended version? 11 hours and 22 minutes. To me, and it's... I don't know why I said it like that. For just the original Lord of the Rings, right? Not <laughs> no, the No, the Hobbit. combined length of the Lord of the Rings extended editions is approximately 682 minutes or 11 hours and 22 minutes. So that is not at all including The Hobbit. Ex- yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot. Yes. Um. Uh, all right. So I, I my next guess is Dave Grohl. Do you Dave know who Dave Grohl, Grohl is? Yes, I do know who Dave Grohl is. I'm looking drummer of Nirvana, yeah. frontman of Foo ah, Fighters. Did yes, you know he was yes, also yes. he was also the drummer for Queens of the Stone Age for a minute? I, we talked about Queens of the Stone Age, and I still have not listened to them. Yeah, because because the bassist of Queens of the Stone Age went on to become Glue, who did that song um, "My Demons," which is which is a really good song. Ah, uh, 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 Queens of the Stone Age. They did "Little Sister." Um, why can't I think of any of their other songs right now? They did a lot. You've heard them. I'm, I know you have. Um, I can't. When I'm on the spot, it's hard to think of songs. It's hard to think of anything. Uh, anyway, so he was the drummer for them for a minute. Uh, I would say that Dave Grohl is the Keanu Reeves of rock. As in, I he, was going to say, you really picked two Jesus-y people back to back. He does. He does kind of have that look. Uh, but I was going to say, as in, he has a history of loss. Uh, everyone knows about Kurt Cobain. This isn't the podcast to get into that. Uh, he, re- he redirects all of his tragedy into being a fucking good person, being very charitable. Pros, he famously fell off stage and broke his leg and then continued to perform queens under pressure rather than cancel the show while a paramedic patched him up on stage well that really applies to the vibe that is under pressure would jesus break would, would, would jesus be able to break his leg yeah what the fuck homie can walk oh, I on true, water yeah. <laughs> i feel like you're just giving me jesus candidates um so i had to really search to find this i looked up dave grohl arrested and the best thing i could find is drinking and driving in the two th- in the year 2000 in Australia. And the reason I bring this up is the elves do a very thorough background check. And I don't think they would let someone who drinks and drives get behind the sleigh. Cause they're I, mean, the- I had other reasons to say why he is. I mean, okay, we'll go for it. Maybe you can convince me I'm wrong. Well, it's, it's too late. No, no, you, you've already called it out. I, my, my cons against it is that, 
Uh, he's portrayed Satan in Tenacious D's Pick of Destiny. Uh, another time, a bill came out to $333, so he gave a 100% tip just to get it to 666 Nice. Um, yeah. I don't know if those are actual reasons because whether Christmas is a religious holiday or not is a debate a that holiday? I don't think we're up to tackle. Kind of, yeah, Originally, but again, I guess. we're not we're not going to get into that this Christmas. But our goal is to tackle who's under the Santa mask, and that's already going to be a big task. So, yeah, yeah. um, I I, feel I mean like... Santa can compress time and space, obviously, but yeah. I think that Dave Grohl uh, is is too busy. To and compress too tired time and space because he, yeah, well, well, he he could compress time and space, but he's he's he'd he'd be too tired because he does volunteer on Christmas for like eighteen hours. He does he organizes barbecues for for California wildfire firefighters. Yeah, he's, he does a lot of charity shit. That seems like a lot of being awake. I feel like whoever Santa Claus is might be like asleep on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um. Do you have a, a next suggestion? I do. It hit me. Um, this one's kind of a quick candidate because I mean, uh, I'm not. Uh, Dolly Parton is basically a patron saint. Shit. Yeah. Donates books to children, all kinds of charity actions. Humble as fuck. Uh, her nine to five work mentality is very apt for a Santa icon. There's something missing from making this candidate Santa, and I can't put my finger on it. Maybe it's a penis, but we're forward thinking people. I don't think Santa would have to be a man. I don't know, but I also don't care. But I don't. There's something missing from making her Santa. What do you think is missing? Because I feel like this is the best recommendation that you've brought to me so far. Because the other two are clearly Jesus. We've ruled out Tim Allen and Kurt Russell. I mean, I I, I have like two more. Um, How many do you have left? Well, I just, I really want us to get into Dolly Parton because I feel like that's highly plausible. It it is highly plausible, but like like I said, I think she's missing something. I think, just like Keanu Reeves, she's too good, too nice. I feel like Santa has to have a little bit of sourness to him. Does that make sense? Because Santa isn't yeah, all okay. ho ho ho. There's a naughty list too. Yeah, he's a little bit ha 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 because he mocks naughty yeah. children. He he doles out coal. People get coal. I don't think Dolly Parton would actively give somebody coal, you know? Yeah, no, I don't think Dolly Parton, I don't think, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think she would give out coal. Yeah. I have a joke answer, uh, Michael Sarah. <laughs> um, uh, I He's a decent enough guy, plus I think a yearly transformation into Santa is just hilarious to think about. <laughs> um, but he's uh, he's had accusations of being emotionally abusive by an ex-girlfriend. Ooh, really? These are accusations, of course. They're accusations, so nothing is proven. He He's also stated that he doesn't like getting people getting into his personal space, which happens a lot. And I feel like being able to sit on Santa's lap is like the key factor to being Santa. Yeah, well, additionally, I feel like Mar- Michael Sarah has locked himself in as being Alan. Who's Alan? Have you not watched the Barbie movie? Because you would think it's great. Ugh, no, I haven't. I'm getting it for you for Christmas so that you're obligated to fucking watch it. No, you'll fucking, <laughs> you'll like it, Gamage. I has, know I'll like it. It has I, so many high level jokes in it. It's not a matter of like getting my hands on and getting to watch it. It's a matter of, I don't have time. We, I, we, I have not seen the new Captain Marvel movie. I haven't either. But that that I would have seen it opening night. Like that's a thing I do, but we, we didn't and... 
like honestly it was only in theaters in this city for only a week and now it's gone and now i have to wait I, or look, pirate it. I will say another but pro. I, to I Michael, just don't have the time to Michael Sarah's. Sorry, I'm thinking about his uh, aloofness. I feel like Santa's kind of an aloof guy. I feel like he's acting it though. Like like he's like I said, he he really doesn't like people getting into his personal space because hmm. I guess after Superbad, it's happened a lot. Gotcha. But to me, uh, Michael Sarah is always going to be Scott Pilgrim. I don't care about Barbie. You gotta you gotta watch him as Alan. Uh, you gotta watch Miss Scott Pilgrim. I, I mean, I've oh my god! Scott have you not Pilgrim. seen Scott Pilgrim? No, I've I've watched Scott Pilgrim. Okay, he's the perfect Scott Pilgrim. That movie, if anything, had a perfect cast. How perfect <laughs> is the cast? You ask. No, well, they made an rich. animated version of the movie <laughs> ten plus years later and reprised every, every actor. Yeah, every role. No, have you seen the the Have you seen the Netflix series yet? No, I saw the original movie. I didn't realize they made a Netflix series that was like an animated version. Yeah, because because the 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 movie is based off of the comics, a graphic novel. Yeah, and the graphic novel kind of had its own story, and the movie did pretty good. It it, it uh, changed a couple things around, but I think it was honestly a fantastic ending. And the um the 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 Netflix one, I've only watched a couple of episodes so far, but it does go in a different direction, and it's real fucking good, and I love it. <laughs> Have you seen the meme that came out that's like um it's two movies or or it's the meme where there's two split paths in front of you and on the left side it's Fight Club and on the right side it's Scott Pilgrim and it says every young man and I've it's never... <laughs> it's like the concept I've never that seen that every young man goes through thinking like misinterpreting one of these two films whether it's Fight Club or Scott Pilgrim. Cause Scott, How could you misinterpret Scott Pilgrim? Well, because Scott Pilgrim is very much uh, like Michael Sarah's character kind of like thinks he's really great, but it's sort of about him not being so great of a guy because okay, his yeah. antithesis. And the graphic novels are like that too. Yeah, his antithesis, his because isn't he like fights himself at the end and his antithesis of himself is like a good version of himself, isn't it? Well, they don't really get into that, but it, it, I mean, what the, what the movie shows is that, uh, when he fights his evil dark self, turns out that they share a lot in common and they get along and they're going out for breakfast later. (laughs) And, and that, that kind of like shines a light on like how he's kind of a not good person if he's able to like go, oh, my inner demon. Yeah. We're great. Yeah. We're we're chilling. Yeah. Yeah. So there's (laughs) like, there's this interpretation of, you know, Scott Pilgrim's this great guy, but the whole movie's kind of about him being like not right, really yeah. a great guy and there's, then there's an alternate ending to the the live action movie that i actually love where he actually apologizes and he ends up uh going off into the distance with uh knives chow the the girl instead yeah. and they like go and play dance dance revolution and i honestly like i i'm uh i'm a ramona flowers guy I, i'm a fan of the graphic novels i like that ending mm-hmm. better but the ending for this movie the knives ending made so much more sense i loved it <laughs> Anyway, I don't think Michael Sarah is Santa. No, um, though I will say when I googled Michael Sarah recently, Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah, um, he's Mac-a-sera. got a decent beard. Oh yeah, I saw that recently. It's not bad. I just think the physical transformation of like, like, oh, yeah. inflating into Santa <laughs> is just a fun image hilarious. to think about. Yeah, no, I agree with. Not that. to confuse it with that like f- expansion fetish that a lot of people have. What? It's don't ask. There's. <laughs> Why'd you some bring people, it up if you don't want me to ask? 
some people like they take established like characters from anime or cartoons or or Final Fantasy and then they draw them as like comically um inflated horrifying like not obese just like super 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 wide and round and and stuff and it's a fetish I don't know <laughs> it's not a fetish I happen to share Sometimes I, I'm like, oh, I'm into weird stuff. And then I'm like, oh, it turns out no, I'm not really. vanilla and I'm not. <laughs> vanilla as fuck. There, there's there's feet people out there. There's cake farting. Uh, there's diaper play. There's furries. I, turns out there's a lot of things going on out there that I don't even have my toe into. <laughs> turns out there's no a lot that I don't even understand <laughs> exists. <laughs> I, I guess like I'm a basic bitch too. My toe into that. No pun intended. <laughs> That's good. Oh. All right. What Santa candidate do you have? I feel like I've gone on about mine. <sighs> I've, went, I've gone through like four. Come on. I'm, I don't know if I have many others to be on. Oh, oh, actually, no, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do. Um, Ian McKellen. Uh, Ian McKellen's a good one. Yeah. He's a great one. Pros. He was Gandalf. So clearly can rock the stellar beard. Um, other pros, he's knighted, which means he's... A... Is that a pro? Well, I'm going to go with he's legally a gentleman, so it seems like it would track for Santa Claus. <laughs> I mean, who else has been knighted that's clearly not a gentleman? Probably a I lot feel of like people. There's, I feel like there's a couple Probably where we're just a like, lot uh-oh. of people. Yeah. Literally but, I mean, most knighted of is, the is... list... <laughs> um, I mean, he... knighted is just a, an arbitrary. I mean, it's it's an honor for sure because yeah. the queen basically goes, "You have done a great deed, and you have mm-hmm. represented uh, England in yeah. a great way, and therefore you have this special title." Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is it is kind of arbitrary because it is a kind of up to her whims. And well, he not who she only... may think is admirable at one point may come out with allegations he... later. Well, he not, not saying Ian McKellen does. Got... Ian McKellen's great. He not only got knighted in 1991, but in 2008, the Queen appointed him something called Companion of Honor for his what? services to equality. Oh. Because he started, he's the co-founder of, of Stonewall UK, which lobbies for legal and social equalities for gay people. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Go yeah, for it, which man. Which both tracks for A, Ian McKellen, and just B, So Santa if Ian Claus McKellen's on the list, things. if Ian McKellen's on the list, Sir Patrick Stewart would obviously be on the list that as well, That was right? my next person, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You can't do one without the other. No, it's, they're, it's, they go it's hand X-Men, in hand. peanut butter, and yeah. jelly. Exactly. So wouldn't one of them being Santa kind of cancel the other one out? Cause they are like, well, like I said, they're l- peanut look, butter and what jelly. are your cons for Ian McKellen? Cause I, he's so fabulous. I don't think I can come up with any, um, witchcraft. Oh, but that's, that's again, implying that Santa Claus, you know, has religious verse. Like uh, it's, well, I guess fair, fair. Religion. Uh, you know, it's implying the religious verse folklore roots. Yeah, and also, I mean, what the, the movie, fuck did... are you talking about? Santa is known for doing magic. Is that not just inherently witchcraft? That's like the I only mean, it was witchcraft a... that like is accepted. It was a joke answer. He, <laughs> he was he was given magic powers by fairies. I, <laughs> clearly, I wasn't serious. No, uh, Ian McKellen has done a great disservice to me personally by making the Lord of the Rings movies. What what Do, be, eleven you don't hours? Like Lord of the Rings? Eleven oh, because hours. you have to watch all of it. 
I, I don't. And it's like the best thing about being an adult is you don't have to do things you don't want to do. Sometimes, mostly. You still have to work. That sucks. <laughs> you don't get to choose that. You're just born into this system. Sorry. You're born into the system. There you go. Nobody asked to be born into like and work until you die. It's kind of a bummer. Sorry, this is Christmas. We're happy. Uh, Ian McKellen <laughs> is not Santa because I can't think of a lot of reasons. He's he's a he's a damn good pick. Okay, we're gonna keep him on the docket. I want to move yeah. on to Patrick Stewart. Um, I'm gonna come up with cons for Patrick Stewart. Is simply I don't think I've ever seen him have a beard. But that I mean that's kind of it though. Is Christmas is a transformation for for this Santa. I suppose, but I just like I. I mean, honestly, I until today, I haven't seen one? Michael Sarah with a beard either. It's valid. That's fair. Oh, oh God! You know what? I looked up Patrick Stewart with a beard, and it's it's. Pretty I confident. don't want to see it. No, it's pretty oh, confident. It? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a let solid. Me, it's a this. solid beard. God damn! <laughs> yeah, it's a good beard. That's got to be fake, right? Well, some of them, yes. This looks this looks kind of like AI. No, like you're not looking at the fucking weird one with the long beard, are you? No, I I, I was looking at that one. The other yeah, ones are legit. No, but don't this look one... at that one. No, I'm talking about the <laughs> short cropped beard because he clearly this, never. Grows this one looks like long. somebody. This one looks like somebody tried to Photoshop Larry David um, into looking like Patrick Stewart. I found a picture of Patrick Stewart in I don't know, like 19. 19- I don't I, I don't know. It's an old picture of Patrick Stewart and it's a solid beard. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Okay. Fuck. All right. So Any other reasons for <laughs> I don't know if I can are there... Like I said, uh with, with Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, I feel like having them both kind of cancel each other out. Like Yeah, wh- like what were we talking about? The so... two the two Christmassy people that yeah. are like a pair? The Temtems or whatever they're called? Maybe they're that. Yeah, they're so equal that I don't think either of them can come out first, which means obviously neither of them are. Yeah, simply by yeah. existing, they cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. All right. Okay. Uh, do you have another recommendation? I have one last one. How many do you have left? I have one. All right. What's yours? It's pretty obvious when you go from Ian McKellen, which Patrick Stewart was just an obvious related, Michael Gambon, the guy that played Dumbledore. Again, solid beard, magical. Eh, isn't he Also dead? English. Michael Gambon? Oh. Oh my God, he died recently. What huh. the fuck? He died in September. I didn't know that. So he's not Santa right well, now. Well, he's not. Well, that, I guess, <laughs> ends that quickly. All right, who is yours? Um, all right, so my last one. Wait, no, um, fuck. I, I have one last really good one. Oh, really? All right. Yes, Gamage, are you ready? Because I think I'm fucking right for so many reasons. I don't. The last one he did was dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't blame me for my past mistakes. Praise right. me for my future successes. <laughs> okay. That sounds like all one right. of those quotes Who... <laughs> that should be inspirational, but as if you think about it too long, kind of fucked up. <laughs> falls apart yeah. if, you, if you think about it just a little too long you're like that's not a thing all right you, all you, right you've done three in a row but go for it okay are you ready because this one's gonna blow your mind hurry up we're already an hour in. ricky gervais that was my last one is it really yeah oh shit um well okay already uh, pro we both came up with it yeah i mean that's that's overlapping right there Okay. What um, are what are your other pros? 
My my pro is one that you'd think would be a con, but it's not. Okay. And it is uh, the very famous video where he's at the the Golden Globes or or the Oscars or whatever, and he's just fucking roasting all of Hollywood, and he's saying like you're all affiliated with with sexual abusers and pedophiles, and you all let this happen, and I don't care, I don't care. Is that uh, while not- he's while he has a pint of beer in his hand, and I'm like. That is, I'm giving you coal energy. Yeah, that's Santa giving you coal and not giving a fuck energy for sure. Yeah, but I mean, the, he he also himself is a very you know positive person. He he gives a lot to his fans. He's he's a good person, like under all, while mm-hmm. also being uh, pseudo vitriolic. And I think that is an important factor for Santa. Yeah, no, I can absolutely agree with that. Additionally. Um, last week I mentioned that Santa would have to be good at like being in the office and Ricky Gervais was literally in the show, the office. Yeah. It, it feel, it felt a little planned, honestly, looking back on it now, but it did plant the seed no, in my you head. You know what? You know what? Was it planned or is it just kismet? Is I, I mean, you, you were be... like, Santa would be good in the office, and I'm like, that's that's a little bit weird. But then I was like thinking, like, the Rick, Ricky Gervais made the office, so and we yeah. did gush about that for a while last week. He also has a vast understanding of portals. I don't get it. He was in the video game Portal Two. Oh shit! He was Wheatley. Yeah. Oh, dude, I I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at that shit. Fucking read him in yeah. a week, bitch. Um. But I mean, he's a funny person, but he also has a lot of soul. Like he he does a lot of, uh, he has a lot of scenes where he does something very, uh, like a monologue, or like a, like a tragic monologue. Um, God, what am I thinking of? Not the invention of lying, but the one he after death. I think it was. I that I've crazy. seen invention of lying. I have not seen after death. There's another one where he sees ghosts I just found out about that I've been meaning to watch. Oh, shit. Yeah, I gotta watch more Ricky Gervais stuff, because he's pretty fantastic. I gotta watch more Santa stuff, because he's pretty fantastic. Yeah, um, but uh, in the original Office, there's like, because he is he is a, the Michael Scott, but yeah. at the very end, he's like, has this super emotional scene, and like, it just resonates with you. It's so good. Yeah, well, and I feel like the type of humor that Ricky Gervais brings to the table is very Santa Claus-style humor, where it's almost, like, childlike in some senses. I don't senses. know about that. Well, well, no, no, no. It's like, I don't know, because, man, maybe I'm pinpointing the office a little too much, but it's it's a good combination of clever while being almost a little bit like childlike style humor at the same time. Not I'm not saying, I'm not saying like so hard. I'm not saying it's for children specifically. We just, I just talked mean about like how the office is not a personality, humor. Rachel. I, I look, I never said it wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> you you thought, bitch. Yeah. I got office socks in my closet, motherfucker. I don't have anything office related. I just, I really like the show. I think the closest thing to my personality has got to be Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Final Fantasy. Gamage, you have Spider-Man color-coded sneakers. You have a Spider-Man chair. I do. You have a room in your house that has Spider-Man figurines. Granted, those are not the only things in there, but they are in there. Spider-Man and Final Fantasy. (laughs) Yeah, I think... Didn't you get like a Spider-Man PlayStation remote? Controller, sorry. 
I'm wearing Spider-Man Me Undies too. Oh, by the shit. way, Me Undies yeah. doesn't sponsor us, Stop but they should. Talk about making an entire thing your personality. Fuck you. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I try not to. I don't. I don't bring up Spider-Man near as much as the people whose personalities The Office or Rick and Morty bring up their respective Damage. fandoms. Look, I gotta call bullshit. One time, we were playing a card game. And you ruin the entire card game by pulling out the most obscure Spider-Man okay, hold trivia. on. <laughs> but what was that card game? Please run that we, by me. We were playing code names, and you had gotten a specifically okay, was it was it the regular code names? Style? Was it the regular no, code names, or was a it a themed code names? Spider-Man style code games, but oh, you don't say. You, but you I brought playing... up Spider-Man during a Spider-Man game bit. No, here's what a the problem. fucking you were wild concept. With three people that were not deeply familiar with Spider-Man, and you pulled out the most obscure fucking Spider-Man trivia as your clue it's not that for code names, and then got upset when all of us were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Really, what happened was is I chose the wrong game to play with a bunch of fucking normies. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, all right, so Ricky Gervais, definitely Santa. Absolutely Santa Claus. Done, Ricky Gervais, done. possibly Spider-Man Christmas. as well. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> Ricky Gervais um, is Spider-Man and Santa. That's why Spider-Man doesn't answer your phone I don't know why they can't be both. I don't know why it can't Eve be both. Christmas. Yeah. Ricky Gervais can do it all. Also, when I uh, wrap presents from Santa, I actually put from Spider-Man instead. That's fine. But it's not my personality, you know? Bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I have other big fandoms inside of my personality as well. Like, if I'm not bringing up a Spider-Man reference, there's something else in there for sure. Like, it's not just Spider-Man. Unlike you with the fucking Office. And no, I'll bring up the Office any chance I can get. I've you made several Office else references on this. <laughs> Granted, it's the U.S. Office. It is not the Ricky Gervais Office. Have you seen the Ricky Gervais Office? No, actually, I've been meaning to Bitch. watch it, but it's oh my a very God. different style of humor. <laughs> kind of. I mean, it's uh, it is like anytime the the UK has a show, it's only like six episodes, and then the America turns it into like eight seasons. Yep. Um. So the British one is very short, but like I said, at the very end, there is like a scene where like basically Michael Scott's character, Ricky Gervais's character, gets so emotional, and it like is an award-winning scene. It's that fucking good. And no. you're like, ha-ha, The Office. And then you're like, oh, man, The Office. I definitely plan on watching it at some point. Um, I think my biggest hang-up is, and they talk about this um, when in reference to the U.S. office, is the big thing with the U.S. office was the first season, Michael Scott is kind of written as very incompetent. And my, Ricky Gervais literally told the writers, he was like, that's not going to fly in U.S. culture. Like, you can't be wildly incompetent as, like, completely wildly incompetent and offensive as a boss and, like, get a pass. Like, yeah, it has, I mean... Like, you have to be kind of good at something somewhere, which is why they make him really good at his job, even though he's totally socially inept in a lot of other yeah, departments. Yeah, I mean, there, there's an episode that's famously skipped by a lot of people, myself included, and I only found out about it after the fact. Which one? Um, uh, Scott's Tots. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one's pretty I, bad. Yeah, I cannot sit there. I'm like, oh, the secondhand embarrassment is... So, so surmountable, I can't handle. Yeah, no, it's a really bad. And I found out I'm not alone. Jesus. Every 
everybody else skips it too. Yeah, there's a couple episodes in that show that people cannot stand because the secondhand embarrassment is so hard. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, well, Ricky Gervais, uh, congrats on being Santa Claus. It's a it's an honor. I'm We're sure. sorry to have outed you as Santa Claus. I will be now writing all of my Christmas letters to you, though. Right. Yeah. And it's not worth saying you're fat because you're not. We 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 clearly observed that Santa Claus uses uh, time space compression magic. Yes. So it's pretty baller that you have that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool, dude. Way to be a time lord. I hope no one murders you for your time lord powers. <laughs> Hashtag. So moving lord. on uh, from from Christmas, our episode is just about over. I have a new segment that I want to start. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to call this final segment. We have new tunes at home. Okay. And what I want to do is every week I want to give a new song slash artist recommendation, just one to avoid holding it in and then exploding into one music episode that is just us yelling music. Because that might not be good to people, but like if I could you know, every week just throw out one small thing that somebody might find and go, yes, that's that's awesome. I'm, Not to mention, I want people to, I want listeners to email or uh, DM us their own song recommendations or artist recommendations as long as, A, it's not a well-known anti-Semite, domestic abuser, pedophile, general <laughs> bad person, or B. That's the first thing on the list well i don't want chris brown kanye west it's not happening sorry yeah no i Um, agree with you but that's just a really funny first one to list (laughs) or b your soundcloud trust me if you want to get popular and famous aim your sights like way higher than us it's yeah we're small we're not we're not the we're we're not famous we're not gonna make you famous it's we we can't sorry we can share you with approximately four people um so for the first week for, uh, we have new tunes at home. Uh, I've been on a big health kick, which is the band, not the physical concept. <laughs> not the physical concept. I like that. Um, I, I discovered them through uh, watching Metal Burb, which, by the way, is check this dude's YouTube channel out. He's he's relatively small, but he's one of the most positive metalheads I've seen. Uh, okay. Metal's one of those genres where a lot of the fan base gatekeeps hard and gets real snobby about their music and what is metal and what isn't, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's actually this kind of metal. That's actually this kind of metal. And that metal's bad. Urgh. Yeah, we're uh, being this guy, splitters instead of lumpers. Yeah, this guy doesn't dissect the music and he gets hyped about it. He enjoys it. It's the art itself. Like you put metal in front of him and he's like, fuck yes. And I love watching his stuff. It makes me feel good. And... um. So do you have a song uh, uh, recommendation to go with the artist? Because I feel like that we should give them uh, a place to start. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm getting there. Okay, Bitch. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> Health is a band. Health is a band that I've heard a billion times, but never actually listened to. Does that make sense? Like they've never been on the front of my radar. Yeah, is it um, spelled like health, like H E A L T H? Yes, they are. They've done music for Grand Theft Auto, Max Payne, oh, Cyberpunk. Um, Ultra Kill. They've they've done collaborations with Nine Inch Nails, Lamb of God, Corn, Poppy of all people. Uh, their whole catalog is worth a listen. But if you're if you're into like noise or industrial rock, do you you know those right? Um, I'm sure I've heard industrial rock. I don't know about industrials like um, KMFDM or Ramstein is industrial too. Okay. 
Industrial Metal. Industrial, I like Industrial because it's like if Depeche Mode got angry and decided to play metal <laughs> instead. Like it's very synthy, you know, and it has like a, yeah. a certain mood to it. I like the description if Depeche Mode <laughs> got angry. Uh, anyway, they just released a new album this month called Rat Wars, and that's the one I'm going to recommend. It's got some real bangers on it. Um, Ashamed and Demigods really stand out. Yeah, okay. If you're not into metal, I recommend High Pressure Dave from the Grand Theft Auto V soundtrack. It's pretty mellow and overall good listening. Uh, their cover of Blue Monday by, you know, New Order is is also really good if you're if metal's not your thing. They've they've got a couple different songs. Uh, but all of Rat Wars is what I recommend that just came out this month. Hell yeah. All right. So song recommendations for the week are Health and High Pressure Dave. Well, I was gonna say I mean, sure, yeah, High Pressure Dave, but also the album Rat Wars by Health. Yeah. Specifically Rat Wars by Health and High Pressure Dave. High Pressure Dave if you're not in the metal. Yeah. But I like uh, I like the idea of giving an uh, an option if you're not in the metal cuz some people aren't. Yeah, that's fair. What about Ray, what about you Rachel? You got any beats to gift? Oh shit. Um Oh, okay. I got a good one actually. Yes. Um Touching Yourself The Japanese House is a good song. That sounds familiar. It's a good song. That's I mean, my my recommendation of the week. Touching yourself the Japan by the by the Japanese house. Yes, that is my recommendation of the week. Dope. I will check that out. All right. Well, uh, you should check out. Yeah, check out all the things. Check out all the musics. Um, check out health, but also check out the Metal Burb YouTube channel. It's it's just positive. It's all positive. It's all good. He's a he's he's great. He 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 gives metal a good name. I love that he gives metal a good name. Well, I feel like the the biggest thing against metal is its fans. Is it's it's a very gatekeepy kind of community most of the time. Not everybody's like that, but you you know you like the the biggest music snobs you'll ever meet. They're usually metalheads, you know. Yeah, yeah. On occasion, I mean, sometimes I I guess maybe I'm thinking of punk is the probably one of the most welcoming. I mean, they can also be very snobby. Really, any it's, music it's, genre can be very snobby versus very welcoming. But like honestly, and I'm gonna catch some ire and hands from this but like metal and, and metal and punk like i'd almost put into not the same category but the same like region of my brain that likes music um because there, there's a lot of the of similar like overtones and i feel like no, i think i get to what you're saying yeah. it's not that they're the same but they're in that same sort of vibe because i would agree with you of like when i'm in a punk mood i'm also in a metal mood yeah, 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 yeah. Not that they're the same, but the Venn diagram of crossover is slightly larger than, like, for example, if I'm in a punk mood, I'm not necessarily listening to country music or folk music. Right, yeah, 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 okay. That. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that all punk is metal and all metal's punk. Please yeah. don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to at. Because I have some friends that are like, um, and I just want to tell you I don't care, stop. Um, actually. But I feel like if you're into punk, you're definitely into industrial. Industrial's just overall good. It's 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 a it's a lot of noise, but like, man, if you're like looking for something to like do the dishes to <laughs> fast. <laughs> That's it. Speed <laughs> clean your pots and pans. Scour that cast iron. Reseat. Anyway. With anyway, anger. Yes, we we are uh officially Christmas out. Yeah, I'm officially all out of Christmas, which is awkward because we're recording on December 12th. Yes, and this is getting posted Christmas Eve, so happy Christmas Eve. Happy holidays. 
and um, I have been still out of Christmas G words. And I have been not currently owning a reindeer because it ran away, Rachel. I mean, there's there's Grinch, there's gifts, there's giving. I did gift giving. Well, no, already. it's too there's, fucking late. It's too fucking glorious. Late. You said you were out. Garland, you Garland. S- what about Garland? I'll, okay, I'll let you do it. I'm Garland Campbell. <laughs> That's dumb. All right, this has been um, our off-brand podcast. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. If you liked what you heard, or you want to send us song recommendations, like and subscribe on whatever your most favorite is podcasting place is. Um, also, downloading helps us, so that's cool. Um, want us to talk about a thing or want to send us a song recommendation, email us at whtpah at gmail.com. That's whatpa.com or at gmail.com. Um, also we have an Instagram. It is the name of the podcast. We have that podcast at home. All the words, no spaces. I'm pretty sure it's spelled correctly. I don't know if I've double checked. Um, so you can find us there. We put a lot of our visual aids of shit that we talk about there and just occasionally some funny stuff. Um, so like if you're at work and you, and we talk about something we see and you're like, the fuck is that? You can actually look it up now, Mm -hmm. but don't Um, do it while you're at work because you might get in trouble. Or do it while you're at work because fuck you, you're not paid enough by your company. Yeah. Go take a dump because you know the old saying. Also, PSA, if you shit... Take a 15-minute shit every time you show up to work. By the end of the year, you've gotten paid to shit for like a week or something. My sister did the math one time because we used to not get paid by our job very well. We worked at the same place, so we used to both poop on shift. Because no one's going to blame you for disappearing for 15 minutes if when you come back, they're like, where have you been? And you're like, I've been pooping. Now it's awkward I don't know, for sounds them. Like, I don't know. It sounds like shit math to me. Ha-ha! But um Merry Christmas, all. Uh... Merry Christmas and a happy holiday to all y'all, whatever uh, candle nights, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas you celebrate. Um, Next week, we're going to be tackling the concept of just fucking kidding. It's New Year's Eve. This one's Christmas Eve. Clearly, we picked a good year to start a goddamn podcast because we've got three holiday specials in a row. Part one, Christmas, part two, Christmas and New Year's. So we will. Uh, that's uh, a mouthful. We'll, yep. We'll see you next time to discuss more high-level holiday-related crap that everybody feels very inclined to, if that makes sense. Lit. Yeah. But we'll have more <laughs> song recommendations, so you know, listen to the end. All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> love you. We love you. Bye. <laughs>